The views, opinions, and findings contained in this podcast are those of the host and subject matter experts. They should not be construed as official Department of Defense positions, policies, or decisions unless designated by other official documentation. Hi, welcome to Clinical Updates in Brain Injury Science Today, or CUBIST, a podcast for healthcare providers about current research on traumatic brain injury, also known as TBI. This program is produced by the Defense and Veterans Brain Injury Center, otherwise known as DIVBIC. I'm your host today, Amanda Gano. So this is a very special episode of Cubis today. I'll be talking with Ms. Stacy Harkum and Dr. Joanne Gold about the newly revised clinical recommendation, or CR, that is being released by DIVBIC. And this CR is called Sleep Disturbances Following Concussion, MTBI, Guidance for the Primary Care Manager in Deployed and Non-Deployed Settings. We will refer to this as the Sleep CR from now on. Ms. Harkum is an occupational therapist and neuroscience clinician, and Dr. Gold is a clinical pharmacist and neuroscience clinician working at DivBIC. I'm so happy to have you guys on the show today, and I'm excited to talk about this new product from DivBIC. So Stacy, can you tell us a little bit about the revised sleep CR? Sure, and thanks for having us, Amanda. The clinical recommendation for sleep is really designed for the primary care manager. And the goal is really to assist in the diagnosis and management of sleep disturbances for patients who have had a concussion. It was originally developed back in 2014, but it was really due for an update and a revision this year. The revised recommendation really incorporates the latest and most up-to-date science and hopefully highlights how important this topic is for our military population and for force readiness. Yeah, um, sleep is a really important topic, especially for our military service members. So can you guys expand a little bit more about what this CR is and why these clinical recommendations were developed? We know that individuals with mild traumatic brain injury, or MTBI, experience sleep disorders at a higher prevalence compared to the general population. And we also know that sleep is a modifiable factor, meaning it's something that we can have an impact on following concussion. And addressing sleep after an MTBI is something that we can do as clinicians to promote recovery and help prevent chronic symptoms in our patients. This is a project that I was really excited to get involved with because I think we all inherently understand the importance of healthy sleep. I know that I am not able to perform at my best when I haven't gotten adequate sleep. And so when I think about adding to that, somebody who is trying to recover from a concussion, whose brain is trying to heal, and also thinking about our service members who are facing unique stressors like high operational tempo and shift work, long hours, all of these things can impact sleep. And so I see this as a really important need for providers to address, and our goal was to provide them with the tools to do that effectively. Yeah, that definitely sounds like providers need to really ask every patient that's been diagnosed with a concussion about their sleep. So Joanne, could you tell us a little bit about how this CR is intended to be used? That's a great question. The new CR has been restructured from a lengthy narrative into a concise step-by-step guide that is intended to aid the primary care manager in the diagnosis and management of sleep disturbances. This step-by-step guide begins with recommended screening questions, guidance on emergent symptoms, and potentially contributing factors, such as medications, comorbid conditions, and maladaptive sleep behaviors. Then the CR is organized by sleep disorder, and each disorder includes diagnostic criteria, recommended evaluations and assessment tools, and appropriate interventions that are feasible at the primary care level. 
Wow, that sounds like it's going to be a really great resource for helping PCMs recognize and diagnose sleep disorders after concussions. Joanne, which sleep disorders are covered in the CR and why were they included? So the newly revised sleep CR has been expanded from the 2014 version to include additional sleep disturbances that are relevant following concussion. This includes restless leg syndrome, insufficient sleep syndrome, and parasomnias. That's great. So what kind of guidance does the CR give for treatment? So the CR is broken down in each disorder to provide recommendations for non-pharmacologic and pharmacologic treatment recommendations. So this includes medication dosing recommendations, as well as precautions and other considerations that are relevant when treating concussion and in the military population specifically. And these recommendations were aligned with the newly published 2019 DODVA Chronic Insomnia and Obstructive Sleep Apnea Clinical Practice Guideline and the American Academy of Sleep Medicine recommendations. So Stacy, what do you want providers to know about this new CR? One thing that I think is important for providers to know is how these recommendations are developed and where these guidelines come from. So this CR was updated first and foremost based on peer-reviewed literature. Unfortunately, there are still some areas where we don't have sufficient research to make a clear recommendation based on that alone. And so in those instances, the recommendations were augmented by a group of service-selected subject matter experts. And these folks cover the fields of sleep medicine, neurology, psychiatry, psychology, pharmacology, and primary care. And so this recommendation is really the result of input from the scientific community as well as clinicians working together to provide the best guidance available. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a really great clinical tool for providers to use. Thank you so much, Stacy and Joanne. It sounds like this new clinical recommendation for sleep after MTBI is going to be a great resource for primary care providers. Yeah, we think so too. Um, also, the new format, how concise it is, we hope it'll be well received by primary care providers that are operating under extreme time constraints often. Absolutely. I know that's a major issue for primary care providers. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. I know a lot of people at DivBIC put a lot of time and effort into this, and we're really excited about it and really hopeful that it will be helpful to providers and service members. You can find the clinical recommendations for sleep disturbances following concussion, MTBI, as well as a corresponding patient fact sheet on the DivBIC website. We will also include a link in the description of this episode. You can stay up to date on future episodes by subscribing to Cubist on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, where you can also find links to the articles we discuss and other relevant resources. Cubist is produced and edited by Vinnie White and was hosted today by me, Amanda Gano. It is a product of the Defense and Veterans Brain Injury Center, led by Division Chief Captain Scott Pine, Medical Corps, United States Navy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Next time, we'll discuss TBI research getting attention in the mainstream.